0: What's up, everybody? It's Noah Alvarez with another episode of the Pot Fathers podcast. As always, you can check out this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud.com, and of course, the Pulse Podcast Network. There's no commercial on this week's show, but there are a few announcements I'd like to share with all you listeners. First off, the conversation that I'm going to play on this show, episode 47, as I mentioned earlier, is actually a re-air of an episode that was played and released back on December 21st of 2018, titled Best Hip Hop of 2018. Now, for those of you who don't know, I'm a huge hip hop fan. Those of you who are very close to me know that. Uh, and hip hop lost another great rapper yesterday. Uh, the day I'm recording this April 1st. So on March 31st, Nipsey Hussle was shot. Um, it was reported that he was shot in front of his store and was later pronounced dead by the police, the Los Angeles Police Department. And so it's really sad to hear a story like this because if you don't know Nipsey Hussle's story, you know, he was a small independent rapper. He comes from the streets of Los Angeles where he was, you know, involved in different gangbanging and stuff like that. So a lot of his music early on was a lot about his, you know, the hood culture and and back of the the stories back of when he used to gangbang and stuff like that. But he always wanted to pursue music and he was really smart. I know a lot of people like to throw around that term woke. And maybe his music and his lyrics didn't necessarily represent that, but Nipsey Hussle was always a step ahead. He was investing. He actually was, you know, the, the store where he was shot at, he actually owned that whole plaza and he had plans to revamp that plaza and put a housing community on top of it. So he really had a lot of plans financially. You know, he's really set. He came up in 2010, I believe, when he was part of the Double XXL freshman class and a lot of his music early on. You know, I checked him out here and then. I first heard of him through a, through a collaboration that he did with YG, and I, I was a, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I was in a stand of Nipsey Hussle from day one, but I like some of his projects here and there. Every time he drops something, I always try to check it out. Sometimes I'd be a fan of it, sometimes I wouldn't. And then I heard Victory Lap back in 2018, um, not too long ago. If you guys haven't checked it out, I definitely recommend you guys listen to that album. Super good album. And this is why I'm re-airing this podcast, this episode that was dropped a while ago, because we did talk about Victory Lap in our Best Hip Hop of 2018 um, review show that was dropped back in December. So I cut and trimmed a little bit of that conversation, and we bring it to light here because it is relevant. It's you know This is terrible news in the hip hop community. So I did want to have and do something special for Nipsey Hussle. May he rest in peace and prayers out to all his family. The second thing I wanted to announce is this will be the last episode of the Podfathers podcast. And what I mean by that is that we are going through a renaming brand. Basically, we're going to rebrand ourselves. There's another Podfathers podcast out there via Tool Sports. And I don't want to hold the whole, you know, I, before this podcast gets any bigger, I don't want any conflict to arise from that. So I have a list of names and I'm going through ideas. And basically, once I get the graphic design up, I'm going to rename and kind of restart, not restart the podcast. It's going to pick up right where we were left off. A lot of the same stuff, a lot of non sports, a lot of interviews, a lot of discussions about sometimes controversial things. And I think it's going to be, you know, we're going to keep that momentum going because I feel like in the last four or five months, the podcast has been going really smoothly. We'll occasionally drop sports here and there, but it's a lot of non sports topics. And so we're going to keep that same momentum to whatever the name is. I still haven't decided. I'm a very indecisive person, but once I come up with that name, I'll be sure to follow it and announce it on my social medias. In case you aren't following me, I'm on Twitter. I am at underscore Noah Alvarez. My name's spelled out. On Instagram, I'm at noha N-O-H-A underscore Alvarez. So you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and kind of keep up to date with the name change and kind of the rebranding process that we're going to go here through at the Podfiles Podcast. Again, I hope you guys liked this conversation, it was a conversation that's being re-aired due to the latest passing of Nipsey Hussle, hope you guys definitely go check out his last album and enjoy the episode. I think this year was very experimental, and like Astral was another one, Stay Dangerous was another one, yeah. uh, Mac Miller's Swimming was another one, like a lot of experimental sounds people going out of their comfort zones. Yeah. Sometimes it hit, sometimes it didn't, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of like that whole, the experimental thing aspect of 2018 and hip hop. Moving on to our next category, a most impressive album, and I'll kind of start this one off. An artist that kind of surprised you that you maybe weren't a big fan of before or didn't really hear too much about. Um, the first one I got is Boz, Milky Way. Mm. That dropped in August and yeah. I wasn't really a big Boz fan. I knew that he was part of Dreamville. I knew he had a couple songs with J. Cole. But individually, I never really paid too much attention to him. I listened to it Milky Way all the way through, and, like, that's probably... I have it in my top five albums of the year, and we'll get yeah. into that later. <laughs> but, like, that was one of my favorite albums, and it just... Mainly because it surprised me. It was yeah. so well done.
1: Yeah. Nipsey Hustle's too, Victory Lab, Ooh. because I followed Nipsey throughout high school. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I've, I've fucked with this shit forever, but, but like, with, with the last album before that one, like, it really disappointed me. Like, it was one of those where I was like, I knew what to expect. He's not going to come out and, like... Come at people He's was not last? It was It um, was Well he had a couple He had the mixtape
2: The Slauson boys and Yeah stuff like the Slauson yeah. boys Yeah that I one I thought that. was
1: okay It wasn't bad you know mm-hmm. But the one before that was I think it was The Marathon Continues
2: Is that when he was On that run of like You can either get it for free Or pay like a Oh no you know It was the one
1: It was the one where You had to pay a thousand bucks Yeah yeah okay And it came okay. with like It came with like a show t- Like a ticket to meet him Or something mm-hmm. And that's the one that Jay Z bought like A hundred albums Or some yeah. shit like, He bought 10, ten albums I think or a hundred just to support his business I, I think as an entrepreneur He's dope Like yeah, he's got oh that mentality yeah. You know what I mean But uh, that album It was that one The one where it was like A thousand bucks You know for me it was like Damn like If he's if selling it for a thousand This is gonna be some colossal <laughs> yeah, shit yeah, you know? yeah. But it wasn't what I expected So with Victory Lap, I think he just He was like Fuck everybody Like I'm just gonna drop this shit And he was You could hear in his voice Dude like mm-hmm. On those songs I was like man This guy just killed it
2: Confess I feel like it was the gangster's version of four four four. Yeah, dude, oh, he's exactly. He's taking games to you, but yeah. he's also like aggressive and he's like mad <laughs> about it. And that's what's crazy about Nipsey is for him and for us to see him do it so independently is crazy. To yeah. see he just got a Grammy nomination, like that's yeah. wild for somebody to do it completely on their own, independently, just do it and Give make the nice. kind of yeah, yeah and make the kind of content that he makes and raps about is yeah. wild for that to get recognized so it's, it's like you have to really big up to like Nipsey on that as oh like, yeah it's a first yeah. as a business as a rapper as a, as everything everything he's dude he's
1: making movies too for his fucking music movie. exactly like, yeah like,
2: yeah.
1: like <laughs> that's killing it dude it's definitely I think it was definitely his year bro as yeah, far as like sure. independent rappers go you know Dom Kennedy had that last album and it was dope. Uh, I've always fucked with Dom Kennedy, but I feel like Nipsey took the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he took the award for that. Yeah, dude. That's I feel to like Dom's gonna
2: come out with something either within like this year. That, that's the thing about Dom is he's super patient and yeah. like he's never in a rush to put shit out, which is always like makes people like us appreciate it and especially coming like we're in California like he makes music for California summertime outside the taco trucks kind of shit so like if you're not here I understand why people are like I hear people say Dom is boring which is wild (laughs) to me but it's like if you were here you would know that that shit ain't boring when we're going to day parties on rooftops and that's Dom (laughs) Kennedy right now yeah bro no doubt for sure and I mean for me definitely those two definitely Nipsey was just that was surprising to just see it take off yeah and like not impressive as like because he was rapping he was doing what Nipsey does Yeah. To yeah. but to see the rest of the world gravitate towards it was mm-hmm. definitely
3: impressive what about you? well okay I don't want to
2: take anything away from
3: J-Rock but like oh okay. Man. no no okay no you guys <laughs> you guys all listen to J-Rock yeah. and like I did a little bit but I wasn't mm, too okay, into told him me. so like when his album dropped I was excited I listened to it and like it like blew me away that shit was so good yeah, yeah. yeah man. even
0: for me as a big fan no, of yeah, him I agree it was so much better than Five Nine. Yeah. that i remember seeing twitter like just like the every person i almost every person i knew was tweeting about it. i was like damn people are no j-rock like this now like <laughs> yeah. what the hell like you mean j-rock was fo- kind of like nipsey yeah but not as maybe yeah. underground and um you know on the west coast but i mean he really blew it up i i can i can yeah, see yeah
3: like every track like no skips i listened to it all it was yeah. dope like I, I listened to it multiple times mm-hmm. and like especially when it came out like like I was feeling a certain way and like the way he raps and some of the songs, the more aggressive song and shit, like kinda took me away from that and it was mm-hmm. it was dope.
1: Yeah. And the beat selection was Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I think that one hit home with everyone, dude. Yeah, like, election, the band there, in and yeah. Yeah.
0: win. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah.
1: That, he didn't he, that complimented he didn't it so minutes, well, dude. Yeah.
2: I, I feel like J Rock was always in like a weird space coming from T D E because he was like the first person to come out. We saw like yeah. when he did that record with Wayne mm-hmm. a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Follow Me Home, right? Yeah, yeah. Or what was it called was it follow me on that, was the, that was the album, album. there's a the oh, song all oh my, all my, my oh, life yeah, yeah. My all, life. Life, all my life yeah so like that that was wild to us seeing that and like that was like our introduction to td i'm sure for all all four of us but when td really took off and like we don't even need to mention like the the mm-hmm. magnitude that kendrick has yeah, like he's a right. superstar in itself he's one of the greatest mm-hmm. hands down you but can't he, you can't deny that And then on that same label, you got like Schoolboy Q, who's like the the rock star of the group. Like Mm -hmm. he reaches all kinds of different outlets and different rap fans and is able to be that like that lyricist. And like you got dudes like Lord Jamar, who's like an old head who hates everything that's out right now, but messes with like Groovy Tony and records like that. But then you got kids who are partying who listen to Schoolboy Q2, like, he reaches all those areas. Mm-hmm. On that same label, you got Isaiah Rashad, who reaches, like, the Backpackers and more, yeah. of, like, underground rap, yeah. and he builds a niche. Same with Ab Soul. like, mm-hmm. all those guys. And J-Rock was, like, this gangster rapper that everyone can, like, <laughs> recognize is hard and everyone knows is a lyricist, but, yeah. like, isn't really plunged into the mainstream yet. And like you said, yeah. like, scrolling through Twitter was crazy to see, like... Exactly what you said. I didn't know people were messing with you. No, I didn't either. I was like, damn, like, it's wild to <laughs> yeah, see him, like, bro. For us to be listening to like TDE back in like 08 when they were filming on like music videos on like DSLRs and shit like that, mm-hmm. to see them now, it's almost like you get like this proud moment. I'm like, man, I'm so proud of Rock. he's, yeah. he's killing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. we don't even know the dude. No, <laughs> Like, you're still super proud. So, like you said, like that's yeah. why it's. I feel like it's one of the most impressive. Yeah, and yeah, definitely best. I say best.
1: I know we're gonna get into yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's, I don't want yeah, you know, to that's, t- that's in my top five as no, well. No, yeah. I think I think with him, that was a good one because you know he dropped nine double oh five nine, mm-hmm. and that one was dope. I almost felt like people forgot about that album for a minute. Yeah, man. yeah. I was yeah. like, man, I wonder if they know because he got because at the time he had gone into a car accident. He was supposed to perform yeah. at the observatory. Yeah, right. And not a lot of people know that, dude. Like my brother asked me about it. Like, oh, have you heard his new album? And I was like, yeah, you know, like this is obviously it's fucking dope. Yeah. And then he was like, Man, like I can't believe he finally released like an album. I was like, Bro, like, this, this, <laughs> where you been at? Like, like, he's been, hospital. you know what I mean? Like, he's been
3: releasing here. That's part of why it's really good, too. It's like, retrospective, his personal. Yeah, that
1: song Redemption was pretty deep. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he talked about all that. Definitely top five, you know. yeah, I love sure, that so.
0: beat on e, uh, East Side Tales. Yeah, yeah. Dude, with the little the little coin slot machine. Like, oh, yeah. Like, like, it sounded uh-huh. like you are playing a pinball And the video,
2: machine. I think uh, Dave Free, the guy who's like their, I think he's like a creative director and yeah. also just like a president of TD, he kills it with those music videos yeah. and, I think it's Dave Free and the Little Homies is, like, the name yeah. of the company. Man, they fucking kill it every that's single time. Name, like. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, the Little Homies, yeah. yeah. Dave Free and yeah. The Little Homies, yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't know who he is or what he looks like, but I've definitely yeah. seen him on every video. That's, like, that. those are the people that I look up to, like,
2: yo, that's what I want to do. People yeah. you know, that like, make it yeah. happen, you Yeah, yeah be the behind the, 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 the scenes stuff yeah of shit. Yeah. and like that. you said, as hip-hop fans, we all want to be rappers at one point. We yeah, all wanted to be a rapper at one point, but it's, like you got to realize, ain't nobody want to hear our story at (laughs) some point. So it's like, I can really do something behind the scenes. I ain't got no story, man. I'm to live a regular ass (laughs) life. I come (laughs) from some of the neighborhoods as these guys, but nobody want to hear what I do. (laughs) I kept it good. Yeah,
0: Yeah, no doubt, bro. (laughs) That is interesting. Uh, Another artist I wanted to throw in, too, that kind of had a surprise. I actually kind of heard about it through you. You posted something about Reason, and uh, he dropped... He had, like, a couple singles, and then he dropped that album, There You Have It. Yeah, and I thought was that cool. was a really good that album, was too. That was um, cool. Wishing for Better Days, or yeah. was it just called Better Days? Yeah. yeah, that track, man, I love that track. And as well as um, Drive Slow. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, very few people can kind of yeah. rap on that type of beat. Yeah. And so you kind of put me on to a reason. I thought, is he part of TDE now, too? Yeah, he's part yeah. of TDE.
2: What's interesting about that album is it came out a while ago. Is before TDE knew who he was. So I was listening to an interview of his. He put out that album. And that's what got uh, one of the guys, one of the managers, I think he's like school. he's road manager, Keem, had heard of Reason just through, like, he was making a buzz in the city. And he heard, listened to that album and was like, yo, this is hard. And then so one of the guys from TDE Musa, where they, like, linked up and were like, yo, let's make a project and we'll present it to Top mm. and then show him and hopefully he'll sign you. So they were working on something and they are like, you know what, let's just give him what you already have. That's why all those beats on that album aren't from, like, TDE producers. They're from, like, YouTube that he just ripped. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're all YouTube beats that he just took kind of thing. And they presented it to Top, and he was like, yeah, I fuck, with this, like, I fuck with this album. Not even just you as an artist, but I really fuck with this album. So then TDE signed him. They took all his records off the line, so he had zero, nothing on it. Mm-hmm. He put out that song on, that was on Black Panther's um, soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah. He put out that. People kind of heard about him through there. And then they re released that album, and it was amazing. Like yeah. it, it's timely. Like yeah. it, it feels like they just recorded it. So that's that's, that's what's crazy. wild. That's to wild. Be. Yeah, yeah.
0: I have no idea. I've
2: never heard a story about somebody who's ever done something like that. I mean, I'm not too behind the scenes in the music industry, but yeah, like yeah. I've never heard somebody have to take off an album and then re release it through a label. That's crazy, and yeah. it have that that reach that it had. Yeah. Well, hmm. maybe they were like, we really fuck with this, and most al- most
3: labels, they'll make they'll like make you put out an album like in a time frame and it's kind of I guess like designer you know everyone liked that song and then like he got signed and he released an album I think but it was like it was trash because like (laughs) they made him put it out yeah um, it was kind of rushed so that's kind of cool that they're like this is good we fuck with this like we'll release it
2: yeah put uh it on our label and T.D. I feel like takes a very long time developing their artists and they're very strategic like who's releasing and like they got it mapped out like the year prior yeah I saw a top say something the other day it was like he posted the grammy nominations and was like remember this was a light year for tde wait till 2019 i was like damn man yeah Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. and they have such they have so much talent i mean just signing (laughs) like reason like it just adds to like you know you feel it almost feels like a super team kind of related to sports you know they have kendrick schoolboy and they have all these different niches too like you just kind of touched on them earlier so like props to tde if i'm finding like really some of the like most up and coming like rap talent. Not even just rap, but like you said, SZA too. Yeah. Kind of branching off. Lance yeah. Skywalker as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you mean they have all kinds that of. Zachary different... kid. Mm-hmm. They have Did all... you see uh... that
1: kid's dope, dude? <laughs> yeah. Zachary shit. Sure. <laughs>
2: Did you see J.I.D.? He was doing an interview and he said something about how he wants to get Dreamville to like step to T.D.E. Just on some rap shit. Yeah, Not yeah, like yeah. real beef. But like he just wanted to like go bar for bar with them. I think that would be crazy. Yeah, that would be dude. fun That would, that would be watch. like a That'd phenomenal moment in hip hop. Yeah. Hell yeah.
1: And it's crazy dude because if you like if you were to line them up <laughs> it's <laughs> almost like the same exact thing. Yeah, right? You got yeah. Ari Lennox singing you know mm-hmm. SZA. Mm-hmm. You got Omen that might be able to go out like because because they're, mm-hmm. they're both on that woke conscious type rap. And then you got uh, J.I.D., obviously, like, you kind of picture him going with, like, someone like maybe Kendrick, you know? Yeah. Because cause they kind of have that, like, fast, like, that fast yeah. rap, that yeah. fast rap you know? But I think we got to see Kendrick, Kendrick Cole. Cole. Yeah, yeah. Of Yeah. No doubt. That's why I was like, maybe Kendrick. But uh, I think J.I.D. would probably, you know, be able to go with, like, J-Rock or, like, uh, mm, Probably Rock. Like, Chad. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But for sure, Cole Kendrick, dude. I mean, they yeah. dropped that Black Friday and they both snapped, you know. I guess
2: Cos is on Drake Biggest tea, yeah. Cos yeah, and J Rock would be nice. Yeah, that would yeah. be nice too. Yeah, because they both from like, like the same. I'm both... a TV head, so I think J Rock would wash Cos, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. but, but it'd be hard. It yeah, would be yeah. hard. Like yeah. it would be washed to us because we love rap and we love seeing people go yeah. at it. But to everybody else, it would just be like, yo, like that was hard. Yeah, like, it does
0: feel. Really? It does have that like
2: bad
1: boy. Who you think bro, had the
2: had the better Black Friday song? Going
1: back to two years ago, three years ago, was was it? I don't know. It might have been... It was like three, like before... Two and 15-ish? It depends what way you look at it, man. Uh, I think... (laughs) That's a hot take. (laughs) It is a hot take. (laughs) Think lyrically-wise, I think Kendrick took the bag. Yeah. But I think flow-wise and just, you know, kind of surprised me, honestly, was J. Cole's. Yeah. Yeah, J. Cole, because, I dude, I'm a huge Kendrick fan. I love J. Cole, but Mm -hmm. lyrically-wise and just artistry-wise, like, Kendrick is... In his bag. Because you know? I think All
0: Right was a harder beat to freestyle on. That's like, true. I was thinking, exactly. like, All yeah, Right, in the that. All Right beat was kind of like made for yep. Kendrick mm-hmm. and, like, Kendrick adapted with it so like the fact that Cole can hop that's on that track point. or uh what he with what, what Fire Squad or was yeah it Fire a, Squad yeah. yeah yeah Fire Squad is the beat that he no it wasn't Fire Squad it was, uh, t- it was one about t- the Two Cities oh, oh, yeah, of Two Tale Cities, cities. Yeah. Yeah. Tale of Two Cities that was something to go in that, on that's a hard yeah. beat yeah. that I think, <laughs> like almost anyone can go in so Kendrick yeah. like took full advantage of that so I, I feel like J. Cole like you said he rapped on the harder beat and yeah. still yeah, made it hard and
1: Because I I mean a lot of the music that Kendrick makes, I don't ever see anyone hop on it. No. Yeah. I'm like dude if you hop on it, you fuck the track up, dude. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's that's why I was kinda scared, bro, as a J. Cole fan, I was like, damn, (laughs) like, uh, I don't know if I wanna listen to it. But back
2: to like Black Friday, I was I was torn between the two, but like you said like Kendrick had that advantage of rapping on a hard beat and he was doing that like crying shit at the end I was like yo I gotta give it to Kendrick for that cause Uh that fool was just wild like I feel like he's like damn near like a sociopath talking to him and it's like but it's so hard hearing it on record and it's just like damn this fool just goes in but that was that was dope to see which I think would be crazy to see Dreamville and TDE kinda go at it I'd love to see that man yeah
0: that would be cause both of them are kinda killing it this year even like Dreamville, they've been putting out albums with Earth Gang, Cause, yeah, Earth Gang. J.I.D., Law we would not even get to talk about his, but I feel like J.I.D., DiCaprio 2 was a really good album, too. Yeah, yeah. I kind of heard it about J.I.D. from a couple friends. I listened to a little bit of his last album, and then, and then DiCaprio 2, I mean, the, you mean know, he took a, a leap. He didn't just take small steps. He took yeah. a huge leap, yeah. and it really advanced his game in that album. Yeah,
1: dude. People started comparing him like better than Jake Cole and shit. That's when I was like, okay, <laughs> this, this, this dude's, you know... Like you said, he made a big leap, bro. Yeah. Like, like just even watching, like uh, going to Boz's show, cause like you know I've been following Dribo for a minute. And just going to their shows, they're small, but seeing people like JID and Earth Gang open up for them, and I'm just like I don't really know much about them. Mm-hmm. But then hearing them live, it's like fuck, you know. It kind of like it kind of pushes you more towards their music because you heard it live, and then when you hear it in this in the radio or stereo, it's like yeah, yeah it's like, different. Like yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah.
0: Not every good uh, artist is a, a live performer, and yeah. not every good live performer is a good studio artist. Moving on to the next category, we can just go right into the top five albums. You know, each person had Ooh. for a year. I don't think you've gotten to start, JJ. So we'll go ahead and start with you. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know if
3: I can name five, but I'll give you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Just I'll, projects. Yeah. I really
3: like Earl Sweatshirt's album because that's more of like my style. Mm-hmm. And like, like a lot of people were mad because it's only it's like only twenty five minutes long. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he said it. He's like, just it's only twenty five minutes, just running back, and yeah. like that's what I've been doing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, just run it back. <laughs> yeah, it's like a quick game of pickup basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like I'll I'll play it like getting ready or something, and then like I'll get in the, I'll just like have it on loop, and it's like I don't know. It's really cool to me. It's like really it's cohesive, it's organic. It's like a different sound than when people are used to, it, even though there's like a whole underground wave of that kind of sound. But he's mm-hmm. kind of bringing it to light, which is cool. J Rock, obviously. That was super dope. We can all agree on that. Astro World, the whole concept with that. Yeah. Definitely a concept album. You know, he's like, Travis Scott's pretty mainstream, but he does have his own style. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and the
1: production on the album was dope, too. Yeah.
3: I mean, he works with Mike Dean. Mike Dean is dope. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the way they use the distortion, and they they make, like I said, it's mainstream, but, like, his style is dirty. It's, like, raw. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's that's super dope. I don't know. I, I can't really think of. It. I I don't like being put, put on the spot like that. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> but like those ones for me, like uh, those are really memorable. I can I can
2: definitely say those are my top hip hop boys. For me, I would say definitely number one is Redemption, mm-hmm. just because. And I would say Redemption just because it never left my rotation. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because like as we were saying earlier, like so much music has come out this year. So for songs to stay in your rotation is is like it shows, like, yeah. how great that album must have been. And that was kind of my gripe, not even the gripe, but just, like, my issue with some of, like, the Kanye albums. They were amazing. Like, oh, Ye yeah, was dude. amazing. Yeah, I
3: left out all of that. Yeah, was, yeah, like, yeah. Like, uh-huh, yeah. Kid C <laughs> Ghost like, was yeah, amazing. Yeah,
2: okay, yeah. I don't know, I can't
3: think. <laughs> Kid C Ghost, that was, that was great. Yeah, and, yeah. um, obviously Push T, like, I was, I was Daytona? Super, yeah, I was so excited yeah. for that one, and I didn't know what to expect at all, yeah. but I just heard Kanye, Pusha yeah. T, and then, like, I remember being on Twitter... And everyone was freaking out, because, like, they were, they were doing the live stream of the listening party. Yeah, yeah. that was that was. And dope. then, like, I heard a snippet of one of them, and I was just like, holy shit, like, I can't wait to hear Probably this. Fourth yeah, Dimension. Yeah. yeah. Fourth
2: Dimension, seeing that snippet was wild. I was like, I'm ready for this album. That right? was, like, the
3: Nas one, too, because I, I like Adam and Eve off that yeah. album. Yeah. And I remember um, seeing it on Twitter, like, someone had a snippet of when they were playing it. I'm like, I gotta hear this.
2: Yeah. My issue with Nas, I don't want to go back, but my issue with Nas was I know he stopped working on an album to do that one with Kanye, and I heard like little songs and records that he did while he was working on that album that he was originally going to do, and that was amazing. I don't know yeah, if you yeah. heard, Swiss Beats album, and he put him on there. Yeah, There's a record with him on there, and that's fucking immaculate. Yeah, that's dude. Nas to me. So I was kind of mad that you know, he stopped that to do that thing with Kanye. I really like that and whole didn't...
3: concept, though. Like, yeah. A lot of people are mad at it. They're like, how can you call this an album, but
2: I like the concept so, The I seven tracks Yeah or? I don't yeah. know
3: Maybe the business side of it mm-hmm. Like calling it an album But like oh, the EP and Yeah the album But, and but the take, like yeah. um I mean, there's no rules. No, there isn't. Dude, like, true. I don't know why people think it has to be 15 songs or why you're gonna get mad that it's only seven. But yeah. he was also working on all those probably at the same time. Yeah, yeah Kanye? The, like, the quality of all oh, yeah, is crazy. They were definitely all, locked in in some random... Even Tana yeah. Taylor, like, that one has yeah, that's crazy hard. beats on it. Tiana yeah, Taylor's
0: and like, the samples he used on everyone from Daytona to, to uh, Nasir and to mm-hmm. yeah C Ghost, I mean, they were so, ver- like, wide range. They're all different,
3: yeah. too. They're, yeah. all, they're not, like... Yeah they're not all the same
0: that's what I'm saying yeah he, he I mean, he was putting in work yeah during that time but yeah my, so that was back to what I was saying uh, <laughs> Redemption
2: was number one we're gonna banter because we love rap this much so we just go off but Redemption number one number two was Daytona because Daytona was just hard and I could listen to that like not only just all the way through but I could just loop it and listen to it again and again yeah. and again the games we play is probably one of the hardest Oof, beats yeah, of yeah. this year I fucking love that song yeah so definitely Daytona is number two. I would say Victory Lap is number three. Yeah. Just because, again, the the reach that he had this time and kind of the influence that it had. Um, What's my number four? Damn. I got a list of everything. Oh, Meek.
0: Meek, oh.
2: definitely number four. Championships oh, was hard, man. Oh, that's right. It man. came out,
0: what, last week? That came yeah, out last yeah.
2: week. That flip that they did with the Phil Collins song, that yeah. was crazy. The whole
1: Jay-Z thing was crazy. Jay-Z snapped on that. Jay-Z
2: snapped on that. <laughs> That was oh, wild man. seeing people interpret it and like him try to put out a disclaimer, but still, like the second line he didn't really explain, which is even <laughs> yeah. wilder than what he said the first half. That was crazy. So, I gotta give that to Meek. And then, what was that? That was number four. Number five, I would go with I'm surprised you didn't say a Fetty.
0: Okay. That's uh, yes, I'm saying. can yeah, 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 but yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> why I write it down. Yeah,
2: that one was crazy. That one was hard. That first intro was fucking crazy. Alchemist is wild. Yeah. Hmm. Oh just yeah. He, it down. What he does. Really yeah. good producer. He's great at what he does. So that entire album was was killer to me. But I mean. It, it,
1: we that can go on to a top too. 20 because there, yeah. there was a lot of... There was yeah, that there was many was good projects of, this year. Yeah, you honestly yeah. named like four out of my five, dog. All yeah, like, I know. Man. I'm thinking <laughs> about switching it up. Yeah, I mean two in my head. I'm like, damn, I got to come correct now. Hold on. I got God. a list of a gang of people that came out. Nah, up. but honestly, dude, all those projects definitely, I think universally should be and, and could be top five, dude. Especially, you know... Like that, maybe that last one, Fetty, like not a lot of people might not know about it, you mm-hmm. know, because, I mean? because uh-huh. I think Currency, a lot of people know about him, even though he's still technically underground, I guess you yeah. could say but he's definitely got his own like audience you know it's yeah. huge it's definitely like a hip-hop head album yeah yeah <laughs> for exactly for that's for why sure. and i honestly forgot about that album yeah like mm-hmm. like i I listened to it but i forgot to put it on my top five yeah right yeah. now that you mentioned it i'm like yeah <laughs> that's a good one even no.
2: alchemist just released a project too yeah, yeah. he had like rock marciano on there and it, he had earl sweatshirt too dude. yeah I he know, had a sweatshirt on that one too but, yeah. I like his, his, his format where he does the songs and then does the instrumentals right after. Yeah. And he, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That dude's dope bro. Alchemist. Fuck. Dude. Even when he dropped Cover coupe with uh, a yeah. currency, yeah. that's uh-huh. when I was like, oh yeah. dude, this was a legend already. Yeah. But, it's uh. It's cool too. They, they like, they know what works
3: with them. The are yeah. rappers uh, and mm-hmm. they can
1: just. I feel they gotta be sitting in the studio together, dude. Like, yeah. I, I, maybe some of them, he's probably just producing like, he, he's like, all right, I hear Currency, I'm gonna shoot it to him. But there's got to be, like, a lot of them where they're just in the studio sitting and he's like, all right, I want this to be laid out like this. Yeah. My verse is right here, like, dropping the hats, like, something, you know? Yeah. Because like, this is too perfect, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, man, like, the samples he uses, like, it's just yelling Currency's name all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, kinda like uh, what's the other dude's name? Uh, I always forget his name, the the producer. He he made music with, like, French Montana and um, Currency. I think he's got a couple with uh, Freddie Gibbs, too. Harry Harry Fry yeah, mm. That guy's yeah. insane too, yeah. bro. Oh <laughs> yeah. man. You are seen a
3: picture of him?
1: <laughs> yeah, that dude. He looks like a freaking like college boy, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. With his yeah. Nappy ass hair. Just... Yeah. <laughs> nah, that guy's That's like, wow. he's sick, dude. Mm-hmm. When, I I, like... when I first saw him, I was like, this guy's producing this shit, dude. Like, what the fuck?
3: Dude, I forgot to mention Action Bronson, White Bronco. Oh, White Bronco. Oh, oh White, yeah. Bronco. Yeah. Yeah. White Bronco. That one was, was nice. dope too. Dude, he's so fun to listen to. He's funny. As I felt brother. like I was.
2: I know he did. He's doing a Scorsese movie, right? Who? Uh, Action, Action Bronson. Bronson. He's in the next really? Scorsese movie. Oh, it's shit. about like, I think it's like, called The Irishman. And it's got like Robert De Niro and like Al Pacino in oh, it. And shit. it's a Scorsese
1: movie, Damn. which is wild. And Scorsese is yeah.
2: like the greatest to me. At yeah, least.
1: Makes sense that he'd be on that movie. Like, I could definitely and, hear him over for there. For sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and like hearing that album, I-, I don't know what one of the samples was. I wanted to dig it up because I'm free I'm slipping my mind right now. But I felt like I was listening to like a mafia like mm. instrumental and I yeah. was like yo this is hard Like yeah, this he has a pretty good ear movie. for what, he, yeah. what he's rapping on mm-hmm. definitely
0: yeah speaking of movies we haven't even mentioned it too but the whole Black Panther studio album yeah. like, I love that album I know mean, it's not like a, an individual artist I yeah. know Kendrick Lamar produced it but there were so many artists that hopped in but I mean that was a really yeah. well done album because it had so many different type of, you know, it had Sway Lee on that one track with uh, mm-hmm. Khalid. Oh yeah, that um, was dope. The Ways, um, they had that song with Schoolboy and Vince Staples. Yeah. They had that song with. um j-rock and king's dead and you had the whole weird future ver- verse oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um you mean it has so many different aspects you had i love that collaboration of ab and anderson pack oh yeah that was a really good on that bloody nice. waters like I- that whole that was flow. one you
2: didn't know you needed but when you heard it i was like i needed <laughs> this like, collaboration yeah exactly
0: yeah, yeah. i want to see more of that going Man, forward and mention
2: anderson pack too
0: yeah i no, <laughs> yeah, All-Star. 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 yeah. To me, Oxnard didn't it be live a up.
2: Four hour podcast,
3: I, Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna keep
0: talking about this. To me, so. Oxnard though didn't didn't do it for me as, as Malibu yeah. did. I think uh, Malibu was still a little bit higher. Ox- I wasn't bad, like I said. It was just, I guess I don't know if I'd throw it in disappointing because it was still good I I can listen to it all the way through, but I just didn't like it as much as I did uh, Malibu his last album.
3: Yeah. Have you guys heard No Worries? It's mm-hmm. like him and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. other dude. Do- knowledge, knowledge, right? Knowledge. Yeah, like.
3: I feel like those guys are like made for each other. is oh, yeah, yeah. one of my favorite yeah. songs. Oh yeah, <laughs> that shit is hard. that's
2: a very funny concept on that yeah. record, but it's hilarious. <laughs> it's that dope as hell. Yeah, but yeah, man, so much good music oh, came out this a year. A lot, bro. Yeah, I, we like we couldn't even. You couldn't even listen to everything that came out. Usually, no. I try to like stay in the in the cut and like listen to every record that comes out just so I can like form some opinion about it but there was yeah, no way because nah, we there's so many dudes in hours, new york bro. who came out yeah just wild ass MCs. I, I feel like i listened to everything that came out on this side of the coast though of like, course i definitely yeah. wanted to pay attention to mm-hmm. that and there's a lot of new kids who are like in that like early tde phase where they're like kind of experimenting and you see them running around the city still but like yeah but no nah, it, it, it was a crazy year for sure Definitely,
0: bro. I really like Vince Staples' album too, uh, FM. Yeah, we haven't even yeah, talked, talked about that yeah. one. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit yeah, earlier. Yeah, but it has that kind of radio feel. I like. <laughs> I like the whole concept with Big Boy. He got Big Boy and the yeah. whole crew up in the. That was
2: really cool. And, like, yeah, he premiered, like, amazing. a Tiger song on there. That yeah. was wild Oh hey. like, Hearing that, I was like, yo, it is, like, Vince's verse coming yeah, in. But dude. it didn't. And I was like, I fuck with that, though. Like, he really premiered a song like it was a radio station. That yeah, was wild. it was totally different than anything else. Yeah, like, the winning tickets to go see, I forget what the artist they were talking about on there. Yeah. But, like, it was just hilarious to see yeah, these kids. cool. They did the seven 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 game that they do on there. Oh, yeah, That yeah. was, wild that was to fun, me. too. I was like, yo, this is, <laughs> this is dope, man. The fact yeah, there that was they just, you could tell,
0: like, Vince just... Completely had fun with that on, on. yeah oh, yeah for sure for big sure big boy and all his crew com- kind of hop on
2: yeah. Uh-huh. Back to Black Panther, I just wanted to say I feel like Q had like the best line of 2018 with the whole not even Kendrick Lamar can humble me. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. when I heard that I was like, yo, that is wild. <laughs> yeah. Only Q can pull that off. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Only Q can pull that off to say some shit like that. He's like the the. If Kendrick was the angel on your shoulder, Q, Schoolboy Q is definitely yeah. the devil. Yeah, He's yeah, talking yeah. that talk. <laughs> and that's exactly what uh, it was. Kendrick put on this entire concept uh, album. Kendrick is conscious, woke, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Q says, get the fuck out of here yeah. with that. I made 100 <laughs> mil a week. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it with my chest out.
0: <laughs> that was an, definitely dope. Another album, too, we didn't even get to talk about much is J. Cole's. You guys, uh, K.O.D. I like that one album a lot, too. Yeah. Like going on that theme of woke and all that stuff. Man, he he really touches on some deep shit. I love mm-hmm. that uh Kevin Tart album cuz it really just mm-hmm. talks about like temptation and like Yeah. Or there's another one too. He has a photograph where he, yeah. you oh, know, yeah. he's talking about scrolling through a girl's Instagram yeah. and kind of like yeah. being tempted to DM her. It's like, you mean, like that's kind of like some real like stuff that people go through your Yeah, sure, it's nice yeah? to cut on. I like that album.
1: That one was disappointing for, sure. for me, dog. Yeah. yeah. I think I think, you know, as a jay Cole obviously fan, um that one was disappointing for me. There was like three, four tracks that I could bang out, you know, like uh, Photograph, the Kevin Hart's one. Um ATM. another one. ATM, yeah. yeah.
2: Right. I can't bang that out for some reason. No really? I try. Yeah. But I can't. That's
1: like one of my favorite ones, honestly. Yeah. But like album wise itself, I don't know. It almost felt like he just compiled a bunch of singles that he had like
2: mm, okay.
1: in the cut and he was like, Alright, I'm just drop an album, like, you know, yeah. these people want an album. Like I don't know, I like I like albums that flow. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like, they yeah. have a concept like a theme. almost. Yeah, and I, I know that his whole thing was, like, kids on drugs, but I don't really felt like, like, just knowing him, you know, for so long, like, as an artist, I don't, like, it didn't really hit home for me. It mm-hmm. was just kind of, like, one of those where I was, like, he just threw tracks in, you know, just yeah. off an album. Um, but, yeah, obviously, I was excited for it, you know? But, yeah. How'd you yeah. feel
0: about his Lil Pump diss, or his response to Lil Pump's, little Pump's diss? Uh,
1: 1985. Oh, yeah. That I thought that was hard. dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that one. That one was hard. Yeah. yeah that one was hard. I mean, there was no competition on yeah, ever. ever. You know I mean? yeah, <laughs> <No, no. laughs> we weren't expecting a rebuttal. Yeah. We could have honestly sure. just came out and said <laughs> a bunch of random shit. Yeah. You know? yeah. I still would have been like, yo, he killed it, you know? Yeah. But the fact that he actually came at him, I was like, ah, that's it. Like, yeah. this dude. I thought his career was going to end, came but then out- he did the whole interview with him. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I, don't, I didn't I get what corny. he was going after. Yeah, dude. Like it was
0: super that. corny. You yeah. can tell, like, Lil Pump is still 17. And, yeah, yeah. And that way of like.
2: I think they should have just stayed separated. Yeah. And Lil' didn't saying. necessarily have a problem with him. He was just being a wild 17-year-old. Yeah. We all were. We said some crazy shit about like rap legends who yeah, used yeah. to have these conversations <laughs> in high school Yeah, that I'm not even going to bring up because we was on some wild <laughs> stuff yeah. saying nah. wild things about some of the legends. So it's like, that's just what kids
1: do and it yeah, should have yeah. stayed
2: separated. Yeah. And, and honestly, you know, it bothers you know me
1: how corny this like J. Cole could be sometimes yeah. like, <laughs> oh, he's a yeah. corny motherfucker he can <laughs> like, I, I want this fool to like my, my wish is for him to just come out say what he feels like and have like no guilt like, you know yeah. what I mean but I felt like him doing that was just like my bad yeah You're exactly like, like, and I was uh, like bro come uh, on yeah, like, that really like, pissed stick, me off I stick was by like, your man, guns I, go, think, dude.
2: I think Cole needs his damn
1: yeah exactly oh, because yeah, kendrick yeah.
2: came with to pimp a butterfly which to a lot of people and probably to us is an amazing album yeah, yeah. and it's great but it That's didn't resonate yeah, yeah I exactly because yeah. the production on it we love it yep. but a lot of people outside of like our circle it doesn't resonate with them and mm-hmm. they're like eh, i like good kid mad city or i like section 80 they go back to that stuff which is fine too because those are amazing albums too but i feel like kendrick had that moment he put out Damn. Um, to Pimp a Butterfly oh. and then by the time Dan came I feel like Kendrick was mad at the rap yeah, game mm-hmm. and was like alright you want this shit let me remind you that I can do yeah, this shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I feel like Cole can come with that and yeah, when Cole right. comes with that everyone's it's gonna be an undeniably good album yeah, yeah you can yes. have people in the rap world right now who are like yeah K.O.D.'s alright that's how I, almost like I am I'm like yeah. yeah it's a good album I'm not gonna deny his skill but I'm not playing it back a bunch of times. No. Yeah. But I know Cole can come with something that's going to get people like me to be like, "Yo, this is an amazing album." Yeah, and I'm I think, think he needs that.
0: And I think it's because 2014 Forest Hills Drive was such like a classic mm-hmm. for him, then he went to 4 Your Eyes Only, and that was like a concept album like dedicated to someone. It wasn't meant to be hard. Mm-hmm. So everyone kind of like, you know, brushed but it didn't stay in a lot of people's. I even I don't play it that much, you know what I'm saying? And then KOD same thing, it didn't live up to that same like bar that 2014 forest hills drive yeah put up I feel you. so like you said i think he kind of needs a damn album type album mm-hmm. um, where he goes back to that mm-hmm. and kind of puts himself back at the top or whatever yeah, you want to say i don't know yeah
2: goes back to that sound but makes it a hundred times better exactly because yeah. he's he's an artist that progresses every single album yeah, even if yeah. you don't like that album you see the progression yeah of course definitely needs that that version of his
0: going back to another diss track how did you feel guys about the push of t going back and forth with drake <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into Pusha T's and Drake's back and forth, I didn't even get to give you my top five albums of 2018. And like Vince said, it's because we love hip-hop and this art form so much that we keep jumping back and forth from different topics, different topic here on this episode. But before we get into that next topic, let me go ahead and give you my top five real quick. Coming in at number five, I have Nazir. Unlike the other cats I had on the show, I really like the collaboration of Kanye and Nas. I thought Kanye's beats were hard, Nas's verse were hard, shot the Kid was probably one of my favorite, but I loved White Label, Adam and Eve, Bonjour even. I thought it was a really good album, well put together. Number four, Boz, Milky Way. Like I said earlier, I really love this album, and I really didn't know much about Boz before this album, but Infinity, Fragrance, PDA, Sanufa, There's a couple other tracks, Barack Obama Special, Boca Raton. I mean, he had a lot of good tracks on that. And like Vince said earlier, too, about some other albums, it never really left my rotation. And that that one's an album I can listen to all the way through. Coming in at number three, we talked about a lot, Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey has such an underground style, and for him to, his style to kind of resonate and catch the mainstream waves and for him to be graminated for a nominee it's pretty impressive he comes in at number three his album comes in at number three j cole kod he comes in at number two honestly i love that album jesus said kids on drugs for the title but i interpreted it as kill our demons because i think that's what a lot of his tracks are about the demons that we face today as a society and sometimes don't want to admit at number one, of course, we talked about it so much, so there's no need to go into it too much, Redemption by J-Rock. Man, I love that album. I love J-Rock. It was a deep, personal album. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Podfathers podcast. Before I go, I want, some parting. I want to have some parting words with you listeners. A lot of things are going to be said about Nipsey Hussle's death. I encourage you guys to really go out and research and do your own readings, make sure you find reliable sources, etc. etc. Because we live in a a day and age where we just we base all of our news off social media and sometimes things can be tossed around that aren't necessarily facts. A lot of rumors and stuff like that can just be tossed around and be shared down as facts. So I encourage you all to Really do your best to enlighten yourself, educate yourself on the topic. Um, I know for a fact that you know, Nipsey Hussle was filming a documentary on some pretty controversial stuff. You know, who knows if that had to do anything with his death, but really do your research before you just go ahead and spread out rumors. Again, the next time you'll be listening to me and my voice, it'll be a different podcast name. So if you guys get a little confused, make sure you stay up on my social media. I'll be announcing that in the coming weeks. I'm excited for it, guys. I'm really excited because this podcast is has gone to places where I'd never imagined it. So we're just going to keep that same energy on the new podcast name, be on the same platforms and whatnot. So I'm really looking forward to the future of this podcast. Again, as always, thank you for tuning in. I'm Noah Alvarez. Signing off for the final episode of the Podfathers podcast.